0: Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein, and this is the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and together, Bruce and I have written 35 cookbooks, including the Boozy Blender Mm. and the Ultimate Party Drink book, and I mention those only because...
1: Today's episode is all the things to do with the leftover booze in the (laughs) bottle. Now, I know a lot of you are saying, (laughs) who has leftover booze, but sometimes... (laughs) Like, there's not really enough to serve company because you can't make four cocktails out of it or even make yourself two cocktails you out of it. You
0: just stand in the kitchen and down it and look at your life. <laughs> um, Excellent. You put the big bottle of vodka to your lips. That's what Johnny Depp does. So... <laughs> well, <laughs> I... We need to tag him, and maybe he will listen to the podcast and promote it among his oh, friends. Yeah, because I've insulted him as he stands in the kitchen downing a bottle of vodka. That's not an insult for Johnny Depp. <laughs> maybe not. But really, honestly, that's what we're doing in these shows. We're trying to explain what to do with the, with a can of Sardines or with some leftover barbecue sauce in the bottle. And we thought we'd do a show about leftover because there's a million things, right? There's a lot you can
1: do. I mean, we have had dinner parties where at the end of the night we're cleaning up. And I do. I throw out an inch of wine from a wine (sighs) bottle, I throw out four halves of beers because.
0: People forget they open one and then they open another one. But Mm. there are a lot of things Mm. you could do with those. Yeah, we're looking at you, Adam Cole. Um, So uh, people do open beers and not finish them. I don't know these people. I shouldn't know these people. I should know only people who finish liquor. But um, okay, so leftover booze. So you are up first.
1: Okay, so let's pretend that you have a little extra vodka in the bottle. Oh, okay? sure. We're just pretending oh, sure. that there was a half an inch of vodka, which is probably about a quarter cup. So you want to make a great dessert. Take that quarter cup of vodka and stir it into three cups of chopped fresh fruit of berries. Or raspberries, strawberries, strawberries, peaches work lovely. Nectarines. So you've got the quarter cup of vodka, but, three cups of chopped fruit, and two teaspoons of honey.
0: But we're talking about soft fruit. We're not talking about apples no, and here No,
1: I'm talking about soft summer fruit. I'm talking about... plums. Yep, I'm talking of stone fruit. And I'm like cherries, plums, peaches, and I'm talking about berries. So you're going to mix a quarter cup vodka into mm. the three cups mm. of chopped fruit of berries mm. or two teaspoons of honey. Mm. That is an amazing spiked dessert sauce. You could serve it with cookies, biscotti, spoon it over angel food cake. It's to die
0: for. And I want to say that I did this years ago. I, this was a go-to thing with me at dinner parties way before I met Is I would mix a little vodka like that, a quarter cup, with... Um, uh, honey, as you said, and berries, or as you said, and I would then add a little lemon zest mm. and always serve it over lemon sorbet. Yum, it that's... was the thing that and I did.
1: If you happen to have flavored vodka left over, that's fine. Um, especially, you know, if it's lemon vodka or even raspberry vodka, chocolate <laughs>
0: marshmallow vodka.
1: I've seen it. Um, I probably wouldn't do it in this case. I probably also wouldn't use the peanut butter vodka. Um, but you know, mustard vodka. I haven't seen that yet. Maybe there's a market. <laughs> Want to go into a new business? Make mustard condiment vodka. We can make pickle vodka and ketchup vodka, <laughs> mustard vodka, mm, of
0: varnish is vodka, ca-
1: and, and that's old world <laughs> vodka. Wait, are they are they distilling it from rotten kasha varnishkas? I is, like that idea. Is there
0: any other kind of kasha varnishkas besides <laughs> okay, rotten? So
1: what are you doing? with Okay, so blues?
0: listen, if you like vodka sauce on penne or on pasta, you and you have a little bit of vodka left over, let's say a quarter cup, all you have to do is mix that quarter cup, about, Don't you don't have to feel crazy here, quarter cup of vodka, uh, a quarter cup of heavy cream, and a jar, 28. 28-ounce jar of marinara sauce in a saucepan. Yeah. Mix those together. Quarter cup vodka, quarter cup heavy cream, 28-ounce jar of marinara sauce in a saucepan. Simmer it for about 10 minutes and voila!
1: Classic vodka sauce poured in spaghetti. Vodka you sauce. could put it on penne for your penne a la
0: vodka. Right. You could even throw shrimp or sausage or anything you want into it. But let me add one more thing about marinara sauce. Um, marinara sauce is one of those things that actually can be super real. It can actually be a real food that you buy as a convenience product. I just would always recommend that you read the labels and make sure you get a marinara sauce that on the label includes ingredients that you would use at home if you were making marinara sauce. I doubt that you're going to use corn syrup, and I doubt you're going to use artificial flavors. And I doubt you're going to use modified food starch. Right. And so try to buy a marinara sauce that voids out those things and just basically uses the ingredients you know Onions, tomato,
1: oil, garlic,
0: blah, blah, And then you get your panella vodka. Okay. Okay. So next. now
1: let's pretend. Just pretend for a second. Close your eyes. You've got a little bit of leftover tequila. No one ever <laughs> has leftover tequila. But we're tequila. pretending. So you have okay. a little leftover tequila. Okay. Look, when we get to the end of this episode, we're going to tell you ways to find leftover, uh, leftover booze. Okay. So, go on. Okay. Go on. Go on. Go on. So you have a little leftover tequila. You can make margarita shrimp. It's so easy. Take two pounds of peeled and deveined medium shrimp, right? Right. You're going to toss that with a quarter cup of the tequila. Two tablespoons of lime juice and a tablespoon of orange zest. It's a great mm. marinade: tequila, mm. lime, and orange. Mm. Refrigerated thirty minutes. Take them out of the marinade and mm. then grill them or broil them till they're pink. It takes about two minutes, and they will be a little tart, a little sweet, mm. a little tequila-ish.
0: You'll feel like you're on mm. the you'll feel like you're on the Mexican Riviera. I, well, no. Because it's... COVID. A, it's... Well, <laughs> I was going to say because I live in Connecticut, but sure, COVID. Yeah, bring it right back there. There. Um, okay, so uh, I'm going to go on and okay. I'm going to pretend that you have a little bit of rum left nope, in the bottle. not <laughs> happening. <laughs> well, here's a dessert for you. If you peel six to eight bananas, and these should not be super ripe bananas, not like soft and mushy bananas, but but, but you want bananas, green on them at all? No, you don't really want green, but these should be the kind of bananas that you would slice onto cereal. So not super ripe the way you would bake with them, um, but you know, a few brown spots on the peel. No In other words, the green. perfect banana. Yeah, the kind you slice onto cereal. Mm-hmm. Okay, so peel six or eight of them. Put them in a baking dish. What size? 9 by 13. But, you know, you can put them in a 9 inch square if you squeeze a little bit. I believe. Okay, anyway. You could put anything anywhere if you squeeze a little bit. Oh, oh my. Um, yes, that's true, but I'm not dating anymore. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, you sprinkle those bananas with 2 tablespoons of light brown sugar and a little bit of cinnamon. I don't know. Don't go crazy here. Just dust them with cinnamon and then pour the rum over them. Now, cover that baking dish with, boil, uh, with four Boil, with boil with <laughs> foil and bake it for 20 minutes in a 400 degree oven and the bananas will soften mm-hmm. you'll get a rum sauce going mm. in the pan with the brown sugar and the rum and then you need you need vanilla ice cream for those bananas oh
1: that sounds amazing it's almost like bananas foster yeah, dessert baked a kind in of the a oven cheaty
0: v- banana foster oh. but it's an easy banana foster
1: now remember the last time you had extra
0: bourbon no. Well... Now, pretend that next week... Anybody that knows me <laughs> knows I never... Bourbon is my drink of choice. And anybody that knows me knows that I never have leftover bourbon. Okay, but, but, okay go ahead. So next week,
1: there's going to be leftover bourbon. Sure. And here's what you're going to do with it. You're going to take a quarter cup of that bourbon, and you are going to stir it into barbecue sauce. Mm. Like about two cups. I think two cups of barbecue sauce to a quarter cup of bourbon is the right combination. Mm. Simmer it like five minutes mm. so that it reduces a bit, gets a little Thicker again, so you have a bourbon barbecue sauce. You can use any barbecue sauce you kasha like. Varnix, kasha just I've never seen Varnishka
0: barbecue what? sauce.
1: Okay, if you can find kasha mustard
0: barbecue sauce, yes,
1: you can. There are okay. good mustard barbecue right. sauces. So red right. barbecue sauce, white barbecue sauce, uh, yellow barbecue sauce. Sure. Yellow barbecue sauce. So that's a mustard sauce. base. So it, that's great. So you just mix your leftover bourbon into your barbecue sauce, simmer it, and then put it on chicken.
0: It strikes me. Uh, can, can I quibble on this? It strikes me you don't want too sweet of a barbecue sauce. It strikes me that maybe that peach barbecue sauce would be too far. But maybe you like if things really sweet. If you're the person sweet. who likes peach barbecue sauce. It's not too far. Okay. That could be. Then you've got, and if you add bourbon to peach barbecue sauce, don't you have like Southern Comfort? Barbecue sauce and if you have leftover
1: Southern comfort,
0: you could put that into your barbecue sauce. I guess you could. Sure. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about wine and a leftover wine, and of course, this is truly a thing. We there, all have leftover. Of course, wine. there's always leftover wine at a dinner party, at least around here. And you know, there's a little extra red or white in the bottle. Here's what you want to do with it: um cork it. You don't have to go crazy here; just put the cork in it. The next day. Um, and you don't have to jam the cork. Just you know what I mean. Cork it like half, a quarter way you down. You can squeeze the cork. anything in if you try oh hard enough. Oh my god! Um, and save it back. The next day, put some fish fillets. And I'm speaking here of. I'm not speaking here of thick fish fillets, like, mahi mahi. I'm talking about snapper or tilapia. I'm talking about those kind of fish fillets. Um, white fleshed fish fillets. Put them in a in a skillet, and then add the wine, the leftover wine. What have you got? And it doesn't matter red or white or No, or it doesn't. And you can actually. Use both because poaching fish in red wine is a classic renaissance idea and it is delicious if you've never tried it. Okay, so add the wine and then just add enough broth so that the total liquid volume of the skillet covers the fillets. Now, what if you had enough wine to cover the fillets and you don't add broth, right? It's going to be, you don't. It's going to be a little sweeter. I think you'd be better with a mix of broth and wine, but you can do it. Now, what you want to do is put a ton of herbs in this pan. So I would say seven, eight... Just go crazy. Sprigs of fresh thyme, a lot of fresh sage leaves. I mean, honestly, five or six. And a fair amount of freshly grated lemon zest, maybe a teaspoon. Put all of that in the pan. Bring the whole thing to a low, low simmer over medium heat. Drop the heat so the pan simmers slowly and the fish will be cooked in five to ten minutes. Oh yeah, easily, in, Probably five. But. Yeah, in an aromatic broth. If you want to get crazy, you can add black peppercorns to it. Well, if you what want about to get, a cinnamon stick? If you want to get crazier, mm. you can add a cinnamon stick, you can add a star anise clove, you can add uh, nutmeg cloves, you can add a rosemary spear. The point here is to get a lot of herbal and spicy flavor oh, into oh. the wine, and then you just poach it. If you wanna now, if you want to go really over the top. And I mean, this is really over the top. You're going to substitute that lemon zest for orange zest, mm-hmm. and you're going to lay thin slices of orange over each filet, and then you poach them. Red Fish poached in red wine and orange slices is a classic Renaissance dish. Mm, especially with a cinnamon stick, though. Yeah, it would be delicious. Okay, so
1: now, what do we do with leftover beer? Because there's oh. always a little bit of beer left in the can. Always. Always. I don't even you know People are always opening second beers before they finish their first. Why? Because people like cold beer. So take all the beer you got from all the empty cans and bottles at the end of your evening and pour them into a pan, a saucepan.
0: You can just make a messy melange, right? Yeah,
1: it doesn't matter at this point. A messy melange? Because you're actually going to cook something in this beer. You're not going to ingest this beer. Okay. So for every two cups of used beer... (laughs) You're going to add one mm, tablespoon. Used beer. That's a,
0: that comes out of a different place. But okay, go ahead. For
1: every two cups of used beer, you're going to add one tablespoon of Old Bay seafood seasoning. Okay. It's really simple. Two cups of beer, one tablespoon of Old Bay. And then you're going to bring that to a boil, and you're going to add one pound of shell-on shrimp. We're doing a simple shrimp boil. Shell-on. Shell-on, because you want to boil them with the shells because they're so much better. Then drain the whole thing in a colander. Get rid of that beer. How long do you cook it for? Oh, five minutes is all it takes for that shrimp to get pink and firm. And while they're hot, peel them,
0: eat them. You're going to have the most amazing fish boil from leftover beer. There you go. And... I've got a second idea for leftover beer, and this comes from the years that I lived in Wisconsin when I was in grad school. And that is, I don't think a lot of people know that when you grill brats, bratwurst, or any kind of sausage, actually, on the grill, one of the best marinade bastes or, I don't know, mops for, for bratwurst is just beer. So take mm-hmm. that leftover beer. It doesn't matter if it's flat and it's the next day because you're not drinking it. It's, it's irrelevant. So take that leftover beer and just pour it into a, a bowl and then use... a a, a grilling brush and brush over the brats th- as they grill that beer it's super super sweet it gives you a really nice caramelization on the sausage It's it does. delicious let me give you one tip for grilling
1: brats though poke them with a fork because that way they won't explode and they won't split open oh, this I way like you can exploding. get you like exploding brats no hmm. That's because they squeeze too much broth
0: in there. <sighs> it has to come out. No, it is not. Anyway, that beer is a great uh, grill mop for oh, any fabulous. kind of sausage. Yes, it is. So this leftover booze problem is—we uh, should just add a couple caveats here, and that. <laughs> that is just a couple don't sue us please only use what's in
1: the bottles yeah don't use what's in people's leftover glasses or or what's in the ashtray or what's spilled on the carpet don't suck it up with a paper (laughs) towel and squeeze it into your saucepan and don't
0: fish the olives out of half drunk martinis Mm. to save the gin Mm. or the vodka Mm. if you're you're putting vodka in martinis you're doing it wrong (laughs) but um, if you are I have these don't save any of that we're talking about leftover booze in the bottle and um you know bottles are important especially with beer right right. (laughs) yes because people put things out like cigarettes in beer bottles gross so
1: you're not going to use leftover beer in cans you're only going to use it from bottles because you can hold
0: it up to the light and make sure there's nothing in there that shouldn't be we said cans in this podcast and you can pour it out the other thing about drinking beer out of a bottle as anyone knows is that if you're eating ribs you inevitably get Backwash into the bottle. So if there's leftover beer in there, you maybe want to pour it out and make sure it's clear. Um, Otherwise, um, I know it's gross, but it's the truth. So we're talking about the real stuff and we have a couple tips to use. We're going to go out with a couple tips about leftover booze. So
1: you go. Okay. If you, like me, are tired of ripping your body hair off every time you take a Band-Aid off your arm or your chest. I know my mom is. (laughs) Well, (laughs) You know that alcohol can dissolve the glue on Band-Aids? So just dab some Band-Aids with that leftover vodka or gin or bourbon or tequila or rum. Let it moisten good 50-year-age scotch. Sure. (laughs) And then I'll kill you and divorce you. And then wait a minute, and that Band-Aid will come off a lot easier with
0: fewer hairs ripped from their root. It's true. And did you know that beer makes hair shiny? It does. So the morning after your party, shampoo the puke out of your hair (laughs) and then (laughs) rinse it with beer. I I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) seriously, um, all you have to do is shampoo your hair and then rinse it with beer and then rinse the beer out. And it does. Beer makes your hair super shiny. I think I did this with honey, didn't I? And I talked about a honey rinse. Yeah, and I talked hair. about
1: ants all
0: <laughs> crawling. I think you did it with mayonnaise once, too. Uh, no, I have never put mayonnaise in my hair. I have put lemon juice in my hair. Uh, to lighten the color. But I have never put mayonnaise in my well, hair. tomorrow you're putting beer in your hair. Well, You'll no. you wash the puke out with beer. Great. The Excellent. problem
1: is, whose puke is it if it's in the top of your head?
0: Well, <laughs> that's the thing about a party. Uh.
1: <laughs> Wow. And that's the thing about Cooking with Bruce and Martin. It is. Please, subscribe to our podcast. If you enjoy this, share it with your friends, wherever you get your podcasts from, whether it's Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Apple, wherever. Subscribe so you don't miss a
0: single episode. And connect with us on social media. There is a group on Facebook, Cooking with Bruce and Martin, but you can co- connect with us personally on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. We're there under our own names, Bruce Weinstein and Mark Scarborough, not Scarborough. Uh, Bruce is Bruce A. Weinstein on Instagram. And we have a YouTube channel with videos of our cooking. It is Cooking with Bruce and Mark, just the same name as this show. And you can check out cooking videos there. And we would love to have you back the next time, wherever, on Cooking with Bruce and Mark.